This is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. They were teasing this movie in a way that made it seem like a heist. Providing insight. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. Commentary. They shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a pickup. And conjecture. He has found himself in a world turned upside down. And now, Gutterball. Why can't we do it like that every time? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. <laughs> That's what you do. I know. That's oh! how you do it. You know? I That's am how you do it. Pumped. That's how you pumped. debate. <laughs> All right. So we're yeah. done? Poop deck. <laughs> that was it. We got, we got, well, we got over that part. We, yeah. Well, you know, I'm still doing it. I'm, I'm here getting ready, waiting for us to start. And I'm like, I'm okay. This is the third episode in a row. I'm going to talk about the headphones again. First thing. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to talk about sticks. Well, I did that last, 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 last week. You've done it like two out of the last seven times, I think. Maybe yeah. we'll know. talk about sticks yeah, or, uh, or just uh, like lead like, off with sticks. Sure. Yeah. Well, I started. So, Not that you there's know, anything the wrong week, with that. I had the headphones. and I never I said I didn't get to listen to sticks. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did listen to Wrecking Ball and some other nice pieces. Wrecking Ball's a nice tune. That's a Last nice week, tune. I did listen to Rock in the Paradise. Rock in the Paradise right. got me got me mm-hmm. going. At least I thought it did. Although we were kind of slow out of the gate, I thought. Yeah, this yeah. Time I was listening to a lot of music, and I'm pumped. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> I know. Pumped. He's pumped. awesome. I love him. Who? Nicki Minaj? No. Yes, I was listening. I did finally. <laughs> You've asked every time. This is yes. I did listen to some <laughs> Nicki. Nicki and Beyonce. Feeling myself. I hit a little bit of that up. I hit up some. Uh, yeah, he kills it, man. Some PJ Harvey live. He's good Peel too. Sessions. I hit up. I hit. Okay, here's an interesting choice. I hit up Lord oh, Royals with an E on the end. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I that, I know uh, you have a sensitive relationship with Lord Royals in particular because of uh, Calamity the Clown or whatever the fuck. Oh, I forgot all about that clown. Right. Yeah. That clown guy. Which I thought. Uh, our our good friend Cole, yes, you might know him. He he was sending that, but he thought it was because that clown looked like you. Well, I don't know what the story was because I just thought it was like a weird, like a weird video. Like, well, Brad's gonna like why. this because it's weird. But you were like, no, it's because it looks like me. Well, this is why because the day before <laughs> someone stopped me. What? Who? Someone stopped me on the street and was like. Did you see that clown? A rand like did you know this person? It was someone I knew. Okay. And they were like, "Do you see the clown? That clown, you look just like that clown that sings Royals that everyone's watching on YouTube. You look just like him. You could be that clown. You should dress up like a clown and make your own video." Puddles, right? Puddles. Yeah, Puddles pity be, yeah. party, right? Something Isn't that like that. Something like that. And then the next day, Yes, our friend Cole puts that on Facebook and like tags me in it and is like, "Hey, think I forget what he said, but it was in essence it was like, "Hey Brad, this goes out to you or something like that." I just figured cuz it was and weird I just shit. I had it in my head that it was a 
oh, someone just said that was me. So this must be like, yeah, why would he send this directly right. to me? No, I get it. I get it. But maybe it was just, you know, again, it was just weird shit. I appreciate weird shit. Right. That's why it went. So I don't know the answer exactly. Well, we're going to have to get and him on the show. we may never know because now people will, you know, like people, they move. There's like chess pieces on a board. Well, yes, I know, we but totally have Cole on the show and to we can talk about this and Lebowski. Get to the bottom of this. You know, and he's a Lebowski fan. He, he we would love to come on the show. He's we a stuff. Huge, Let's get him on here. Huge Lebowski fan. Huge. You're a Lebowski. I'm a Lebowski. Let's um, get him on board. Speaking of Lebowski fans and non-Lebowski fans, Ben of the USA, yes, watched the Big ben Lebowski. Ben of the USA. Ben of the USA. Right. That's right. Watched it for a second time. Oh, Enjoyed okay. it. And I, I was not with this person. He watched so, it a second time. Enjoyed it. Didn't like it the first time. So, yeah, to recap. Good. Yes, yes. Because we probably st- talked about this in, like, episode four. Yes. And this is episode 88, like, I do believe. Like, three years ago. Um, Friend of mine, come on over. We share similar tastes sometimes. He likes video games more than I do. I mean, I like a video game here and there, but figured, you know, hanging out, me, him, my brother, we're going to laugh it up. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Didn't really like it. Just now watched it a second time. Enjoyed it. So, there you go. There it is. Further proof. That's how it works. First time, you don't really like it. It's like a fine You're wine. You're not sure what to make of it. Mm-mm. You don't know. The plot makes no... The story is ludicrous. Let's face it. It gets better every time, though. It. It's it, like you have to know where it's going in order to enjoy it. And the first time, since you're not sure what's going on or where it's going, you're just not prepared. There's a cognitive disconnect, a cognitive dissonance. You can't fully enjoy it. No, I, I think it's... I mean, some people claim to enjoy it the first on the first viewing, but how? How could you? You're expecting things to make sense a little bit, or like the story to wrap up, and they're gonna do something that makes sense. No, 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 none of it matters. I, I don't remember if I mentioned this, but somebody described this movie perfectly. It's like the whole movie is one giant inside joke, and it's like walking into a living room and two. People are there with all their inside jokes going back and forth, and you have no idea. But then the right. next time you walk into that living room, you're in on the jokes, and it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that, that was me. That was my analogy. Oh, was that yours? Yeah. Good job, man. So You do some exactly good shit it. once in a while. Nice. You need to get in on the joke, right? Right, and once you are, it's beautiful. In on the joke. We started talking off talking about the movie right off the bat i love it um do you want to so we should talk about hot sauces now <laughs> man shit you really derailed it there didn't you well um i have a lot to say about hot sauces brad i know you do hi I know brad you do. brad how you doing buddy good how you doing Seth? oh good can you call me jesse from now on sure thanks so jesse Thanks, Brad. So, I got a lot to say about hot sauces. My wife, you might know her. Her name is Leslie. 
Yes. Hi, Leslie. Yes. She'll Hi, never Leslie. hear this. She doesn't listen to this podcast, and I can't blame her. She participated in um a like a fundraising charity event. She plays guitar. She's a musician. She hasn't been pursuing it a lot, but she's a musician. She plays guitar. She sings. She's amazing. Uh, you yeah, saw this. I saw, I, yeah, I saw some right. uh, Periscope action there. I Periscoped yeah. that shit. Right. It was Periscoped up. You got a crowd there. You got good retention. Yeah. And, you know, it's all owed to uh, to uh, to to Leslie there and her amazing performance. It was pretty good, I right? I would say you could be, it would, you wouldn't even got more people if you held the phone the right way. Don't get me started on this. Brad, our eyes lie along a horizontal plane, not a vertical plane. We're a horizontal peoples. Human bodies are vertical, though. But the eyes are horizontal. The eyes are. Well, think about when you go to the Louvre and all the paintings hanging there. Do you see them all, like, widescreen? No, there's a lot in, in a portrait. That's why there's this portrait or landscape. And you were filming a human being, so portrait is even more apropos. I did turn the phone for you and call. You did. Oh, no, you did. You did. You really don't deserve all the shit I'm shoveling. No, you're shoveling a, a lot, a ton of shit towards me. Like, I get your point, but... I just think it's fun to poke a hornet's nest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You try to kick it over a little bit and see what comes out. But... <clears throat> Fine. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. We're no longer... I know, we're, we're not no beholden. Longer, we're not beholden to the whole... Well, it's not that know. we're beholden. It's just we're no longer... That's not the primary uh, orientation. Technology has changed it. I don't know about that. I still don't know about that. I, like, you, like, I, grab your phone and you're like... How often do you use your phone in landscape to do anything? Up. Give you that? I use it more often in portrait mode than landscape mode, unless I'm watching a video. Well, that's only because the videos are shot in landscape. Why are they the shot in landscape? Shot in portrait, you'd watch it in portrait. No, I I would turn it off. No. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I would fucking well, it turn it off. Depends on the video, right? I think it all it depends on a lot of different things. I mean, you can use I, that. I think the land, the the portrait. Uh, portrait video is a really uh, unexplored territory right now. Oh, it is an unexplored territory, and there's a good reason for it. Granted, so I'll give another shout-out to my wife. Her, Her name, name is, is Christine. Christine. Hi, Christine. Hi, Christine. She would... She's, she's maybe very upset right now, because... She traditionally would record video on her iPhone, holding it in portrait. <clears throat> and I would, I would lambast her for right. that. So Mainly she, because when you tried to like watch it later, like on a computer, oh, you upload it uh, to YouTube. So it's like, okay, that doesn't work. Right. Like, like that is not like if YouTube had a like portrait video mode, it might be kind of okay. Or you could do something cool with it, maybe. But your but, screen is not that shape, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't. It w really hurts. You'd have to turn but, your computer sideways, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Which well, no and big rotate deal. the video ninety degrees because right the yeah but anyway I mean you like people do this with installations you know they'll take a giant like you could just buy an LG TV and like turn it sideways and mount it on a wall and have your goddamn portrait video up there people do it all the time you see it at conferences you know there's giant like mm -hmm. airports mm -hmm. like it's all over the place fine but like I'm sorry. 
if you're shooting something that's supposed to be like, here is the experience I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing it horizontally, landscape. I'm not experiencing it vertically. I don't know about that. Okay, man. I think I am experiencing, I think kind of Instagram has the right idea. Just make it all square. It doesn't matter. Let's Square make, is a very respectable aspect ratio. Let's make it a circle, like the 40s. TVs were circular. Let's just shoot in circles. Our eyes are circles. Right, by exactly. By your logic, that makes a lot of sense. Fuck yes. Let's have two circles side by side. Half in one circle and half in the other circle. We just did something awesome. Yeah, we just invented the future, man. <laughs> right. Fuck yeah. See, our argument for fruit. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Hot sauce. Can we please talk about some hot sauce? Yeah, hot sauces. So I periscoped the shit out of my wife, her name is Leslie, performing for the charity to raise money for homeless people, whatever. But it's, you know, it's at this bar not too far from my home. And so I'm hanging out there, grab myself a beer. After she's done hanging out, and oh, who do I spy? Who do I spy? Captain Hot Sauce. Captain Hot Sauce. Oh, should I mark that down? Do you not want your last name on there? Should I make a little note of it? What? Well, I did say your last name. Here, I'll make a note of it. I'll, you did? I'll bleep it out, yeah. 13, I, I don't really care that much. Well, you know, we've got at least... You know, eight to twelve listeners now. There. So there's Captain Hot Sauce. And my brother, his name is David. You might know him. Hi, David. He doesn't listen. I'm like, Dave, there he is. That's the guy. He's like, what guy? That's Mr. I ate five of those, like, brain-melting wings. I could only eat five of those. And I could only eat one half of one. Right. Because it's basically pure capsaicin on them. And I'm like, now, keep in mind, like, I hung out with this guy for like two years. Maybe ten times per year for two years straight. That's like 20 times hanging out. Okay. Like, that's yeah. pretty good, right? That's, pretty, that's, a, like, that's a big amount of time. It's a big amount of time and for like three hours at a time. It was foot, foot games, you know, like 20 foot games right. over the course of two years. So 20 foot games, they're three hours. That's 60 hours of hanging out. So that's a lot. He's almost a friend. Almost. You know, he's like graduated into friend territory from acquaintance territory. Right, right. This is where you could do some elaborate Seinfeld slash Curb Your Enthusiasm type analysis analogy. Yes, absolutely. Of the levels of friendship. He's right. in there somewhere. He's in there somewhere. Not sure where, but he's in there. He's he's graduated. He's gone up a level or two. So initially I was like, Dave, that's the guy. That's the guy who can only eat five of the wings that you and I and now David is, like, way better at eating hot sauce than I am. He couldn't even finish one wing. And he was having big problems. This is the guy that can only eat five of those. He's like, this fucking guy doesn't eat those wings. <laughs> Just took one look at him. He's like, nope, that guy don't, doesn't eat those wings. 
but I didn't want to lead off with it. You know, I didn't want to just walk up and be like, you're full of shit, man. <laughs> so I was like, hey, what's up? Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> I have a Sunday ticket now. I don't need to go to the bar and get the bullshit pure cap wings anymore. I have I stay at home. So <laughs> I shit you negative. We hung out for like an hour. And I'm just like, at what point? Because I am going to talk about this. I am going to, like, get to the bottom of the shit because there is no fucking way. Hey, lots of pleasantries. And then, so finally, we're, we're getting ready to leave. We're packing up. And it's like, oh, by the way, like, remember when you said, like, you could eat five of those wings, those really badass wings over there? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I love it. So how many years ago did he say this? Did, and did you try this wing? Maybe five. So this is a follow up from five years ago. Four or five years ago. Yeah. Four or five years ago. Okay. Very good. I like it. I like that. I was like, now listen, that, that place is right. It, it was like, like a block and a half away. It's like, you could throw a tennis ball two times and hit it. I'm like, let's go over there and get some of those wings right now. I will eat them. I'll try them if you try them. Because <laughs> you can eat five. I mean, I can't even finish one. Let's go do it. Come on. Let's go do it. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I can't. Uh, no, those are really hot. Those are really hot. <laughs> I have pure capsaicin in my home that I put into things and eat. I could only eat one half of those wings. Now, when we were there and you were talking about how you ate five of them... You were eating barbecue wings, like with barbecue sauce on them. And I was eating the second hottest shit. Let's go over there and get it. Come on, let's go get some. Come on, let's go get some. Oh, no, no, man. I just, I just. No, seriously. Hey, Dave, come here. Like, brought my brother over. It's like, this is the guy. <laughs> he ate five of those wings. And I, I'm, I realize that I'm being a dick. You know, it's like, because I spent an hour being like, I am going to be a dick here at some point because right. I, this aggression will not stand, man. Like me and my brother, we eat the shit out of some hot stuff. You guys were dishonored. We were dishonored. Thank you. Thank you. We were dishonored by this. It's like, this is the guy. Here he is. <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, you know, I can't. Yeah, it was really hot, though. You know, I could only, uh, and I could sense, like, the walls were crumbling. It's like starting to, like, backpedal. It's like, where where do I run? Where do I hide? I'm like, N come on. Seriously, it's right there. Let's go right now and just order half, half an order. We'll get six, or what, I guess seven, three and a half? What's half an order? I guess you get your wings and... Multiples of seven, right? Right. So yes. We'll get a half an hour. We'll get three and a half wings and we'll just we'll just try it. Because you could eat twice that many almost. So let's just go get some. Come on. I mean, my brother and I eat literally oil, like distilled oils that's not a sauce. You can handle it. Well, you know, uh <clears throat> you know, when I ate those <laughs> I didn't actually eat them at that it was a different place out uh now, somewhere else, it was, um, 
you know, out. It was a couple miles away from here. It was a, it was a different place. But, you know, they were really hot. He didn't eat them at that place, Brad. Right. He's got no... He got... He's got no... In essence, buffalo hot wings somewhere. Right. Instead of barbecue sauce. Oh, shit. It's really hot. eat five of them. Right. Now, I will say it's interesting, right, to me, how... Yeah, because you you had two different paths before you here. Because there was the, okay, hey, let's go get some wings. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, you got the answer you needed. But that was not enough. You needed to not just get an answer. You (laughs) needed him to understand. I did. He must understand the forces he's dealing with. He must. I'm not going to live my life with, like, this guy, like... Like roaming around, dancing around the whole world, thinking being like, he could have eaten five of those wings when you could only eat a half. Correct. That will that aggression will not stand. It just won't stand. I am taking that rug, Brad. Seriously, though, he can't be wandering around out there thinking like, oh, you know. And but the thing was, like, he didn't. He knew the whole time, but I had to have him know that I knew. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. But I waited till <laughs> right when we were ready to leave. It's like, all right, well, see you later. Boop. And then left. And I left so him. So now this guy is no longer a friend. Probably not. I would say not. But you would probably never see him again. Right. He moved like 30 miles away anyway. Yet you ran into him at this thing. Yes. And his wife's really nice. I like her a lot. And my wife likes his wife. And I like him. I like him, you know, but like, nah. Nah. Can't don't go playing games with hot sauces. Don't play it. Don't pull that shit on me. Don't try to like ugh, don't puff your chest out all hot saucily. Not gonna happen. Anyway, Brad, I win, and that's what's important, isn't it? Winning is everything. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I had an interesting encounter. Oh, boy. With a guy. I told you about this. I texted it to you. And I wasn't really, I just remembered it now. Something about your story made me think of it a little bit. How I was uh, in Target and I was checking out, and the cashier was this guy, and he looks at my shirt. I was wearing my Walter shirt. So I'm wearing a shirt, it has a giant kind of. Um, it's like Bandana Walter, right? It's Bandana Walter on it and it says amateurs on it <laughs> you, you enunciated that a little curiously amateurs like almost like like people that chew on amas amateurs chewers so the amateurs so they uh so the the the, the what did the amas ever do to you don't chew on them the amas versus the lartes it doesn't really matter which one you chew on but this cashier was like, oh, I love your shirt. It's an awesome shirt. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> and then you were he, like, oh, no, another one of my fans. Yeah, another fan. Because I love that movie. And then he goes, I want my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is apparently a quote from a like bizarro version of the movie in which Walter gets his carpet stolen 
versus the dude getting his rug stolen. I mean, I don't mean to make fun of the guy or no, anything no, 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 or, or besmirch him. I, no. I was just amu- very amused, right? And it was interesting how not only was the quote wrong, but then it was also kind of attributed to the wrong character. But he took on the persona of Walter. But I want my carpet! <laughs> now, how did this employee seem prior to him noticing your shirt? Just a normal Target employee, or were there signs? I would say just a normal Target employee. <laughs> a normal Central Pennsylvania Target employee? Or yeah. a normal Target employee? Um, I think Target employees are rather <laughs> homogeneous throughout the country. The world round. Okay. Okay. All right. If I had to guess, I would say this was a college student. Interesting. Okay. That would be like a guess. Mm-hmm. 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 I want my carpet. <laughs> so, please, you know, this is a family establishment. I want my carpet. Anyway, on one hand, it's like, fuck yeah, right? He knows yeah. the movie. He's he has got, the ethos. That's what's the important. He's got part. the ethos. He's got De- the details. Details aren't as important. The de- details. You know, he knows it. He knows the ethos. He's got the gist. Awesome. But also, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> Was it just trying to relate, or he saw it? He only has seen it twice, and yeah, that's all, what it could like, be. Like four years ago, like when I had the hot sauce incident. Yeah, like he saw it once on Comedy Central late at night. Maybe right. I don't know. Or, you know, he was just under pressure. He was just like, oh, yeah, I got to say a gotta thing do from something. the movie. Got to do something. Because that's what you do with Lebowski. You say quotes. You, you like must. speak Lebowski's, right? You speak so Lebowski's. Like, I, I, I'm going to say something in this man's native tongue that's right. before me here. That's what he wanted to do for me as a gift to me. Say something in Lebowski's. Yet, you know, you, you, you get to the front and, you know, it all somehow all goes wrong. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it seems very easy. You present the man with $2, you go inside, but... Right. It all goes wrong. It all goes wrong. And then you end up out in the parking lot. Right. Um, it's kind of like what my dad does when we go to like a Mexican restaurant, like a Tex-Mex place. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we, we sit down at the table and then, you know, the blonde haired, blue eyed, again, college aged waitress comes up and presents us with the menus. And he goes, hola, como esta? Us. Like please, please stop speaking right. Spanish. Um, she, Hola, Calmo <laughs> esta. Nah, he's be- he, like he knows a little bit. He knows right, just right. enough, right? Just enough. Like this dude at Target, he knows just enough to like get in there. But it's like sometimes it's wildly inappropriate. Like this guy at Target didn't have any idea who he was dealing with, did he? No, he didn't. He and did. after that blunder, I didn't want to. <laughs> no, you Because I was just like, I was kind of at that point dumb for us. Like, do I correct him? No. Yeah, man. No, I can't do that. But like, what did it, how do you, like he said something in that language, but I, I can't say anything back. But he didn't. I can't be like, the Supreme Court has <laughs> roundly rejected prior <laughs> restraint. He would just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then like, he'd he be offended. And there's nothing I could reply to. He'd be to terrified. He'd be so yeah, scared, like exactly. a little bunny rabbit, you know? What did I do? I was trying to be nice and go, mm, be nice. No, be terrible. 
All you do is go like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I did. It was a gift. My mom gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you oh, this is about? from a movie? <laughs> I just got it at the Goodwill. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't. There's just. Yeah. But well, that's partly why I didn't, because I, I was, when he says, like, oh, yeah, I love that movie, I was getting ready to, right. like, okay. Oh, we're I'm going to say, oh, well, you got to check out this podcast. But then he did that. Then I was just thrown. Then it was, like, my turn. It was, like, you know, you just have to present the man with $2, but then somehow <laughs> everything goes wrong. Like, I was just, like, I'm not, I, I was just so thrown. Because at first, I didn't even realize what he did. Right. Like, it wasn't until, like, it maybe took, like, three or four seconds well, cause you put the Probably shirt not on quite that long hours ago, couple, you know, it's not like you're not thinking about the shirt constantly. Right. My whole brain. Well, when it first, when he said the shirt, I was like, I didn't even, re- I, you know, I, yeah, like you said, I didn't realize I had it. So that kind of threw me. But then we did the, I want my carpet. I, wa- <laughs> I, want I was my like, carpet. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Like, what's he talking about? Like, did someone take this man's carpet? <laughs> Like, was he checking out the person in front of him, had a carpet, buying a carpet at Target? I, I didn't know at first. It took me probably, like, like my whole brain kind of, like, shut down and I had to reboot up everything to then get to the point of, oh, okay, this is, like, this, like, quote. And he's yelling, like, Walter, I, I get it now. Oh, boy. But then at that point, it was just like too late. I, I was just like, oh, okay, like I couldn't, like I was just too, th- yeah. So I was just like, yeah, that, right. that's a I'm toughie. Not gonna, I'm not going to pimp my podcast now. No, you can't. I you just can't. really wasn't able to do it. Well, I got maybe an extra listener. I don't think so. Another local listener. I don't do I really so. want a local listener? Though? No, you don't want those people hanging around. Yeah. You know, leeching off you. Mm-hmm. Asking for autographs all the time. It's just recognizing it's, my voice on the street. Ugh, it's too much. It kind of brings you down, you know. It's nice to have the recognition and the love and the adoration, and you know, the women throwing themselves at you and all the money. But like, sometimes you just want to live your life, you know. Yeah. Just be cool, man. Be cool. Be cool. Don't say peep while I'm doing business, you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you want. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so, do we got anything else? Oh, as far as revisits go, or like anything before? Yeah, before we play the minute and get into actually talking about Lebowski. I don't know. We're I, only thirty-two minutes in, so I think it's good to. I had a very busy day at work, but not busy in the good way. And I don't think I want to talk. I put it down there, but I don't think I want to get into it. Uh, it's just one of those weird days at work where, like, coworkers, y- you have to cross boundaries and become, like, there was hugging and talk of death a lot today, which was weird, but made me feel bad. And, you know, I don't know. I don't need to get into that. That's stupid. Uh, Okay. Well, it sounds like there might be some heavy shit going on. Sorry about that. Yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not me. <laughs> so, okay, the front desk lady, it's like, okay, one of my coworkers hasn't been to work in like two months. <laughs> and I keep asking, like, I don't see him all the time. He's over in a different unit and he just hasn't been there. But one of my coworkers is like talking to his mom. 
And I guess he's, so his partner died of AIDS like six or seven years ago and he moved into an apartment by himself. And I guess he's just like laying in there, dying slowly. And his mom had to come from Arizona and that's the only person who is there. There are no friends. There are no other family members. They're all away. His mom's like 80. <laughs> like he's in mm -hmm. his 50s. And I guess he's just wasting away and dying. Like just because he just doesn't have the will to to get up. No, he's or Ill. because he's no, he's ill. He's ill. Yes. All right. Uh, there was talk of like needing a liver transplant or something, but I, I'm not sure what it is. So anyway, while that shit was being discussed, like the front desk lady just starts freaking out. Like we're in the lobby of my building. Starts freaking out. What do you mean? She's not responding? Ah! Like, this is like the security guard slash receptionist there. And she walks out into the middle of the lobby, and she's just shaking. Her arms are out at her sides, like, pointing straight out. She's, like, crying. There's, like, some guy there on the couch waiting to <laughs> see somebody. So we have to go over and, like, comfort her and hug her. And I guess, like, I don't know, her mother-in-law died or something while she was on the phone there with her husband. And I was like, you got to take her away to the room back in the back there. I'll sit at the front desk. I'll man the desk until somebody can come here. <laughs> so that was the, the twofer today. Right. So we just a, that's, that's a, a weird day at work. You that know, it's a weird day. That's a twofer. Yeah. Sometimes those days happen. Sometimes you eat the bar. Sometimes the bar, well, eats you. Well, my condolences to the f the front desk lady. Yeah. And best wishes to your coworker who is in his apartment. Yeah. It's like, do I go there? Like, talk about tears of friends, you know? Like, not up there. Does he want to just be alone and die alone, or should I go see him? You know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the protocol is there. It's a weird one. You're in a protocolless situation. There is. You're no... just going to have to follow, follow your own light. Okay. Hmm. That really brought. See, I didn't want to. That really brought it down, didn't it? Well, let's talk about this zany movie now. Okay, let's play the minute. Here we go. Jesus. Jeffrey. Odd. Love me. That's my robe. That's my robe. <laughs> Is it, though? I think it's his robe. 
So here's the funny thing. So my first reaction to her wearing his robe to him saying, that's my robe is kind of like, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about the, how the dude does keep himself pretty clean, kind of against type. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like looking at that apartment, you go in there, you're a woman, you're especially a woman like Maud. You're going to put on a robe. But then again, she's about to have sex with him. Right. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Like, if she's going to about to have sex with him, like, wearing his robe is pretty much nothing. But it's kind of, I guess it was so, it's kind of interesting that at first I was like, wearing that robe is, like, way too gross of a thing for her to do. But she's about to do the dirtiest thing possible. Like, yeah, he's a, she's about to take it to a whole new level. So I guess it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Yet somehow the robe, yet the robe somehow seems more visceral to me. And yet the robe. That's a nice little uh, little ditty there. And yet the robe. And yet the robe. Hmm. So let me ask you this. Okay. So I'm going to make a couple assumptions here. Okay. And hopefully I'm not speaking too much out of, out of turn here. But I'm going to assume that... You have, have never sex had with your sex wife. with Maud Lebowski. No, no. Well, you have a daughter. I do. So you've had sex at least once with your wife. I do. Right. So, I have. I have. Yes. So you have sex with your wife. Occasionally. Yet would you put on her. I would never put her dirty r- clothes. Or would you put on her dirty underwear? Oh, dirty underwear. No. If it was clean, I'd consider it. I'd consider it, but dirty? Nah. Nah. I don't even I mean, like to put on my own dirty clothes. Right. Yet I do every day, but I don't Do you like have it. a robe? As a matter of fact, I do have a robe. I'm not sure where it is. I wore it a couple of times. Um, right, but it's not a regular thing. You don't have like a robe as part of your routine. I can't think of where it is even right now, but I do have one. But yes, because the not whole part way you don't want to put on dirty clothes. I no, don't have I don't. that same Ugh. thing. I hate putting on dirty clothes. Somebody else's dirty clothes. The robe is kind of like. Well, see, a robe. Do you like wash it every day? But a robe doesn't really get dirty, does it? Doesn't get too dirty, but still, to me, even after I just wear something for a couple minutes, it's tainted at that point. Okay, but that's you're maybe I'm extreme. You're a beastly, burly man, you know. That's true. Like, think about a robe. When do you put a robe on? Just after you're clean, and you wear it for a little while, only during your clean phase. It's not like you do some workouts or some sporting events. Right. You know, True. it's it's True. a it's the cleanest garment you can have. It's not too like tight on your bad parts, on your sweaty bad parts. It's kind of it's a little loose. You know, it's not all like yanked up into your crotch and all that. It's the cleanest garment you can have, right? And you that put is it on probably true. After your I can't your, think of one that would be cleaner. That's, that's cleaner after you have worn it. Right, right. So, and the dude being a clean man. But then hats. I'll rewear hats. Hats are gross, though. Winter hats or like, uh, you know, a trucker cap in the summer. Right, they're gross. Wear it. Hang it up in the closet when I get home. Disgusting. Next I, day, it's like, oh, I need a hat. I'm put that back on. I've had a hat. 
that I it says Adam's Cafe on it. T O M. Nice. Wait, no, is that true? I don't even know what my own hat. It might say A D A M apostrophe S Cafe, but it has like the nuclear symbol. Right. So maybe it's even more. Cl- I don't know. It's clever. It's really clever. Whatever it says, but like I've washed it once in the last eight years. That's disgusting. I sweat in. I wear it outside when I'm doing like yard work. It's gross. No, you're right about that. A robe. Mm. So yeah, mods like traipsing around in the dude's like beat up apartment, like which right, isn't that, clean to begin with, and now it's been trashed by the yeah, treehorn thugs. She shows up at the apartment. The apartment has been trashed. She's like, oh well. It's cool. I'll find I'm his still just going to hang out here and hope he returns at some point during the night. <laughs> was she laying so in I his bed? So I can bed? offer myself to him. Where was she, do you think? Laying in his bed? Like, what was she doing? Wouldn't she be out there in the living room, like, clear a spot off on the couch? Or she really wanted to make a theatrical entrance and, like, hang out in his bedroom? Maybe she's just been exploring all his things. Trying to get a picture of the man. Yeah, could be. So she she got his robe. Yeah, where does he keep that? You know, in his maybe closet. She, maybe she wasn't even in there that long. She just went in there and got took off her clothes and put on the robe, and then he showed up. Coincidence for her, lucky her. Hmm. You just don't know. You just don't know these things. That's the things about movies. You don't know what's happening when the camera isn't directly exposing. You don't know. It's conjecture. It's all conjecture. Like, there could be a Tauntaun just to the right of the screen here in the dude's apartment. You wouldn't know. I mean, you thought the dude smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Shit. Um. So, can I tell you something? Yes. Do you know what kind of car Bunny drives? Bunny drives. I did not make note of the make or model. Well, I, I probably should have. As you know, I'm a car expert. I'm really into cars. Yeah, you're really into cars. We've talked about that yeah. before. Yeah. Like, don't fuck. It's like me and hot sauces. Don't fuck around with me and cars. I know my shit when it comes to cars. So anyway, I had to text my and brother. She's driving a convertible. <laughs> I had to text my brother. I know all about this. And ask him what kind of car this was. It's a Jaguar XJ6, he says. That sounds like an expensive car. Right? So, I I can't for the life of me find where I saw this, but there was a site, and now I'm looking at pictures of XJ6s here. One of the sites said, this particular year of this make and model of car was not a standard transmission. They did not offer it. But you see Bunny, like, depressing the clutch to change gears. When you, when they show her toes, oh, look, she's got all ten of her toes. Right. Um, but she is obviously driving a standard transmission vehicle. Clearly, when they shoot the close-up of her toes and her feet operating the pedals... They're not, like, hurtling along an L.A. highway with a camera right. in there, right? It's just somewhere on some soundstage somewhere. It's a totally separate setup. I guess what I'm saying is, like, I don't think those pedals 
belong to the same car that we see right speeding well, how do you along. know what year it is though well it's 1991 in this film and right. it's got to be within a couple of years of that I, I don't know like i said i don't i can't find so for, this for several reference. years they only made an automatic transmission for this particular make and model that's a, make from just model. the thing i saw and I don't. I don't think that's the Jaguar XJ6 necessarily. I don't know. I'm taking my brother's word for it. But I saw something where it's like this particular blah blah blah, right? Was only I, automatic. So well, I don't. Again, when we talk about how they film these things, like, do they have a special like cutout that's just like a car floor where you can like sit and film? You know, you can light it. How you know you're not actually. You're not in a car. a car, right? There's just yeah. like a little thing with like some pedals and a floor. It's like a right. standard issue. It's like, okay, we're you know we need you know you're we need to this to make a shot of someone's foot on a pedal. It's like, well, here you go. Come down to the the pedal lot, and we have like eighteen different well, think styles about, of pedals and flooring for right. you to pick. Well, think about how many movies where like, and they might only show it for. You know, a third of a second. Think about mm-hmm. our favorite movie I, franchise. I was about to say, it's perfect you know? segue. We didn't talk about that at all. And you just, like, show a foot slam down onto a pedal. For what? Mm-hmm. Like, ten frames. You know, bam! Like a third of a second. Now, this is a little different because they're on it for, what, ten seconds or something. She's just there yeah. operating they really got the Yeah, they really got the... Uh, they got their, their money's, money's worth. worth. <laughs> yeah do you want to talk about fast and furious at all or? i don't know if we can even get into that it's too much it is a lot but we should talk about it anyway probably i mean the 18 mile long runway right really put me off that just puts you off i i just couldn't take it it's like i'm sitting there watching it like this can't keep going on you gotta stop i was kind of like see i kind of it totally Love blew the out the audaciousness of it. I no, was like, "This movie is so fucking insane." I don't like. Mind, they made it even more insane. I don't mind audacity, Brad. Like in <laughs> right. in Fast Five, uh, the beginning of that. Like, never mind the end when they're dragging that safe around. Like, fuck yes. But like, even the beginning where you know he's trying to jump off the train and he drives right. up alongside and he jumps into the car and they. Fine. And then they I go off it. the ravine. Right. I'd, and somehow jumping out of the car right. saves them. That makes it better. I love they that. Fell like 400 feet. But I can't abide like 10 minutes of a plane hurtling down a runway. I just, I wasn't willing to accept it. it the, the suspension right. of disbelief wasn't there for that. It, like it, it totally for you. broke I, that. I mean, I can totally respect that. And you're right. You know, that Fast fast 5, probably, for as insane as it was, it kept it... it, it yeah, it stayed in its own world. It didn't It break. stayed in its own world. Dragging yeah. that safe around was, like, so... Ridiculous. Amazingly cool. But awesome. It was so awesome. You're right. But, yeah, that, that fucking plane... It's just well, the- this was like, okay, they had the... the the dragging the safe around, so they like had because the well the one thing I thought about, I remember watching uh, Furious Six was just how it went on forever. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, they have the whole tank scene, and it's like, oh, this is the final scene. Right, right. This is the big set piece. And then it's like, no, that's not it. Like, in, in a normal movie, that would have been the climax. That would have been it. Let's add this 18-mile-long runway to, on top of it. And that, I think, that's see, conservative, I think the tank too. Scene, if they ended at the tank scene, would you th- think differently about the movie? Probably. The tank scene was pretty cool. I liked the tank scene a lot. Like, I did too. The whole the way that tank just kind of like destroyed the cars like tissue paper, right. just like vroom, 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 just like go over them one and like just down the highway destroying like it, Pac-Man everything. chomping up the little tic tacs. Yeah, vroom, it was like, vroom. and it chewed up that car, and he jumps up. No, it was great. Yeah, that was good. I liked it, but yeah. And so you watched. You stayed. You saw the like mid credit sequence of Furious Six, right? Mid credit? Yeah, there was they revealed Jason Statham. No shit, I didn't see that. Yeah. Fuck. Damn so it. I, yeah. Now you tell me? Well, I just I mean, I don't know why I even saw it. I like it wasn't one of these things you have to wait to the end. It's like a mid credits. So we'll oh, the credits roll for like twenty five seconds or twenty seconds. I and was so like, done with it after that 18 mile long runway. Right, you just I'm turned like, it ah, off. No, there was a little one of these little extra scenes where they reveal Statham. Now, what are you going to do? Where here? you're just because... like, holy shit, Jason Statham. <laughs> they like just took the franchise. Like, how do you, where do you take it from here? Right. You got all these people. You added in the rock. OK, now what do you do? <laughs> Throw in. You put in old Chev Chelios. Now, what yeah. are you going to do? Because he's not the protagonist, the protagonist. What are you going to do? He's going to lose. Are they going to treat him the same way they treat The Rock? Like, he doesn't really lose. He kind of loses, but he doesn't lose. Well, I don't know. how. I, I guess we'll see how it goes down. Mm. Maybe he kills all of them. And they reboot the franchise for Fast and the Furious 8. It's just Jason Statham. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, Brad. <laughs> So Jason Statham did the transporter. Yes, many of them. How many, yeah, many are there? Many of them. Un- rather unfortunately, at least three, right? I believe that's the number. Okay. The first transporter Wait, why is it movie I really enjoyed. Yeah, I like it. I don't know if I saw the third one. Second one was like, eh. Yeah, he did some fancy driving in there. First one's good. So he lives in that castle a- by the water, and it gets like mm-hmm. RPG'd. But did you see that they're like so they so they made a transporter television series? Oh boy, this was a year or two ago. It's on USA, but now there's actually <laughs> what could possibly go wrong <laughs> now? Now there's a transporter, a new transporter movie. Like they've rebooted it. They have a new actor. Oh shit! Is it Sheila Booth? Unfortunately, not because that would Damn be it. awesome. That'd be awesome. Some guy that I don't really know who he is. is his He's name my, Shia my... or Shia. Shia, it's Shia LaBeouf, right? Shia. I don't really know. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I think it's Shia LaBeouf. Whatever. Shia. Shia. Shia LaBeouf. So which Fast and the Furious movies have you seen? You've seen... One. Number one. Number two. Five and six. Five and six. So I have seen one, four, five, and six. So we almost have overlap. Two... Two was weird. (laughs) 
two and three, from what I understand, are very weird. Two is really like, weird. It's just um, Paul Walker right. and the uh, fast-talking guy. The guy who talk. He can talk his way into shit, you know? Right. Which, Which he doesn't even show... talk. Like, he actually doesn't do that much talking. Right. He does not show up. Again, so what they, in essence, did was... You had Fast and the Furious 1, 2, and 3, kind of just completely different stories. Right. Fast and the Furious 3 takes us to another, like, it has no one in it. Not even Paul Walker? From Fast and the Furious 1 and 2. Paul Walker is not in that movie? Paul Walker is not in Fast and the Furious 3. Vin Diesel? There is a cameo of Vin Diesel. That's weird. Wait, is 3 is is Tokyo Drift. 3 is Tokyo Drift. Okay. Now. Because I remember Jamie was like, what are they, how are they going to name the third one? They've really like painted themselves into right. a naming three fast, corner. Three curious, but. right? But it wasn't so, called that, right? It was just called the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Right. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. They yeah. they they went that trend of like eschewing the number. Right. Right. For the third one, and then I guess they did that. I was saying for the fourth one. The fourth one was just called Fast and Furious. Right. Which I thought was rather genius. That's naming. perfect. The. So the fifth movie, so the fourth movie is really just a sequel to the first one. Okay, finally, right? So the fourth right? movie, they kind of like, okay, we did these other two movies that were kind of different. Let's make an actual sequel to the first right. movie. Let's bring so it the home. the fourth one bring it on has home the now. cast from the first movie reunited. Excellent. They have another thing. Good. The fifth movie takes it to the next level and more or less brings in the cast of all the first three movies. The fifth movie is awesome. And makes like a super team. So again, you have the fast talking guy from movie two. You have um, Han from Fast and the Furious 3. He brings them all together. I mean, the fifth one is the best, right? The fifth one is probably the best. I mean, I haven't seen the seventh, obviously. Right. Not obviously, but I haven't seen that. But out of them, I would have to say... You know, I your your detriment to six number six that, has kind of gotten to me. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't want to like you know. Really, I mean, I could I could see. I don't want to bring well, it down about it. Like, the story to number six isn't as solid. It's not, and the runway scene is ridiculous. And I can kind of, well, at the time, I respect not respect it, but I was like, it was almost getting into like crank territory for me. Right, but it's... And I appreciated that. I appreciate that if I'm watching Crank. Right, exactly. But you're right when you think of Fast and the Furious 5, like, it's really awesome, and they don't have to resort to that kind of shit. Right. So you're right, it's probably the best one out of the first six. Although six is a close second for me. Fine. Uh, I'll agree with that. But Fast 5 was just so well written, like, even with all the ridiculousness in it, like... Mm -hmm. You were just in that world, and you could believe it all. Yeah. Beautiful. And no, then, like, the I, little clever ending. I don't want to ruin it if people haven't seen it, but, you know, and then they, little, you know, the twists and the turns, and it was yeah. good. It was really good. I believed every second of it. And I didn't go into, sit, like, I was so pumped to see Six, and maybe that was part of the problem. Maybe my yeah, expectations were too high. I pumped it up a little bit. Well, no, I, I was pumped up to... It wasn't you. Like, after seeing Fast Five, it's like, holy shit. And they're going to be even faster and more furious in this one. Yeah. And I guess they, they were. were. The problem they were. was you, couldn't, you can't go any more fast. They, they reached a limit of how fast and furious 
human beings can really go in five. Right, right. And that's the problem. In point of fact, they may have needed to be a little slower and less furious so that the fast and furious parts of it could have like popped some more. Right. They were trying yeah. to be fast and furious the whole time. Right. But like, you know, life is about balance, Brad. It's it's ebb and flow, it's up and down. And that last, oh man, that last scene was just like trying to be all 100%, like looking at a waveform. It just clips and then it sounds bad, right. you know? No, no, yeah, I can, I, that's a good analogy. But I'm sorry so, that like I'm ruining your, I'm like harshing your buzz on that. No, I, I you know, it's that. all right. I still love it. I'll still sometimes when I'm feeling down, go on YouTube and look up the tank scene. Yeah, that's a good scene. And just watch the tank scene. And there's other great. I'll also watch the uh, where um, Dom and Letty race. Yeah. In the, uh, Although, again. Through the streets. Lame, I kind of like that race. Lame part of the story, though. That whole. Not the race itself. Just like. Right. But the whole Letty story. Lame. It was. It was lame. That was lame. It doesn't really have a place in the Fast and the Furious universe. I'll go with that. But again, I was able to willing kind of forgive all of it, I guess, because I really just wanted to see the like really slick, fast cars with really beautiful people right. driving them and standing around them. I get and, it. Like techno music playing. And like that sucks me into that fantasy world of that. Brazil. No. <laughs> This is what I need. Yeah. This is Brazil. That was pretty awesome. Because even when I watch, like, like there is some weird wish fulfillment about it or something. I don't know if that's the right word. But, like, you know, even when I watch the trailer for Fast 7 and it shows them all, like, in their tuxedos or whatever, like, walking into the castle and the cars and the weird techno music is playing. Like, I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I want, I want. Except, I want that excess, the avarice, the whatever. You know what I mean? Except when was the last time you wore a tuxedo? And do you remember how uncomfortable that was? <laughs> Very true. Very and it's hot. Well, again, it's all about appearances. <laughs> yeah. It's not about the reality, right? It's all It's all surface. It's all surface. I right. will admit that. But it's a pretty surface that I like. It's a pretty surface. The surface is very attractive. I get it. But, like, can you imagine sweating your balls off in Rio wearing a tux? Yeah. Talk about nasty clothing. Yeah, well, I think they're in, like, the United Arab Emirates or something. Even worse! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no rainforests. Jesus. I did have some notes about this movie, if we want to, I mean... About, uh... About uh, Big Lebowski? Big Lebowski? All right, let's go. Lebowski, I just... I don't know if it matters at this point, but... Um, let's see. No, maybe I deleted them all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all gone. They're all gone. Um, no. So when Bunny's driving her car, this is right at the beginning of this minute. It's just a, this is a lighting note. Like she's got her hands on the wheel, right? She's driving mm-hmm. along. She's not wearing her fucking seatbelt, first of all, which, you know, poor choice, Bunny. Well, especially since she eventually crashes it into the fountain. How did she not just go sailing out? Right. Through the windshield, up into just like slice her neck open, but whatever. If you look at her arm, like especially her left arm, there's this perfect rim light, like rimming Mm -hmm. her hair and her arm in. You can just see it. It's just beautiful. And it doesn't change like that. 
they do a decent job with like the rest of the lighting kind of having these mm-hmm. shadows as if she's driving along but there's that perfect rim light they have so she's framed in against the background right which is what you want you know because you want to draw your attention to same way you wanted me to turn it to portrait you focus on the human right and that's one way to do it, is you rim like, them in with light right Right, yeah, it's psychologically like I feel like oh, there's like even though there's a street light, logically right? it's like oh, the street light right. is like shining on her hair, but it do- it doesn't move. You know, she's driving along at sixty miles an hour or whatever. It doesn't. It's just perfect there. It doesn't change or adjust or anything. It's just like right. perfectly there. Then, but they you know they fix that by having the other stuff kind of move around. And also, if you look at the background. <laughs> We talked about this with, you know, shooting car scenes when you're looking at the, the scenery in the background mm-hmm. whipped by. If they were actually driving 60 miles an hour, it would look like she was driving 720 miles an hour. She'd be like supersonic. So right. this car is probably going 20 miles an hour. And not maybe. only that. Even maybe, if that, right? If that, don't forget right. the cars. Are also driving like yeah. If you right. look they, at they just be a, they'd be on the screen for one frame, you know. Yeah, if you look at the scenery, like yeah, it could easily be ten. I think ten to fifteen, sure, sure. Also, this car is not actually driving at all. It's it's a rig because when we cut to Bunny in the car, it the camera starts like in the back seat, kind of looking towards the front, and then dollies around. Until mm-hmm. it's in the front. So either... Right. Can't do that with a real car. Not with, well, you can. Um, our second favorite movie, or maybe seventh favorite movie, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, there's some cool production stills. We may have mentioned this before, but like, there's like a little like sidecar rig you can get, which is basically a platform that okay. goes on the side of the car, and then there's a camera on a dolly. You can, like, move back and forth. So you have to drive slow, but then they can, like, pan around. So, like, can't stop here. This is bat country. That Mm -hmm. scene, they were actually in an actual car driving along, and Gilliam's there with his DP, like, panning, like, dollying around on the driver's side of the car. So I'm not sure what they did here. There's, like you know, trucks that can tow the car so you you don't have to drive it. And she is definitely not... Dri- I'm going to say they did that. She's not driving this car. Because if you look at it, she's just kind of like her hand... I don't know. She's not driving yeah. this car. You know? Probably not. She's working on being in character, not on actually steering an automobile. It's... You can't concentrate on steering an automobile and do your craft. So... Well, you know, I said that. She's not. It's too dangerous. She was like 19 or something. At the, they're just yeah, not going to do it, you know? Put her in there, tow the car along, and shoot the scene. Also, as the camera dollies around and ooh, starts coming like towards the front and shooting through the windshield, through the front of the windshield, mm-hmm. there is a remarkable lack of reflections on the windshield. Considering, you know, how many streetlights and whatnots should be going on. Until right before we cut to the close-up of her toes. And you can see the reflection of one streetlight starts coming up the windshield. 
and they cut immediately because I think what was right. going to happen there, I think they had a giant like like flag, like a black flag to block okay. off the light so it wasn't like interfering with us looking at her face. Right. But if we saw that light come up and then disappear halfway up the windshield, that would look weird and it would take you out of the movie. I'm just spitballing. Right. No, I hear you. But I, I think they found a stretch where there weren't too many reflections, and then they augmented by having a giant flag there to block off the rest of it. But they probably drove underneath one, and it's like, cut immediately. I don't know. Could I, that's, that's, that seems like a very plausible theory. While we're on the subject of visual slash reflective surfaces, the dude is down... One reflective surface in his apartment when he gets there, namely yeah, his television. His television is bashed in. It's bashed in, but do you know what it's bashed in with? <laughs> I don't know. They threw his golf ball into there. Look at it. I don't really understand what I'm looking at. Well, neither did I. I thought they just bash the front of his little TV in? Well, because I see the TV is bashed in and then there's like a white orb shape kind of in there. Like it almost, to me, it looks almost like if the screen was not bashed in, you would see a reflection on it. Like it's very bizarre to me. You are seeing it wrong. I, if that is a golf ball, I, was trying I don't to, understand what it, how it's just suspended there. I was trying to be clever. It's his bowling ball. They took oh, his bowling I'm ball it completely wrong. Yeah, you're seeing it completely wrong. They took his bowling ball and they smashed it through the front of his TV. It's his, just hanging there, ball, but it's just completely black, which is why right. I did not understand. But it. there is that little reflection there. No, There's I was a little reflection that now I understand what it is. I was trying to do a tree horn thug. Like you were doing, throwback. I understand the whole. You're obviously not a golfer. Right, I get it now. Right. But yeah, they I just took it. his bowling just ball went and just over my poof. head. That was like a. I want my carpet <laughs> for me. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, weirdo. But, you know, because when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, they bashed in his TV so they could, like, search around for the money. Maybe he hid it inside the TV somehow. But not really. They just smashed his TV with his bowling ball. They're just ball. having fun smashing. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't Once you? Once it started, it's just fun. Once you, you go smash, start. you never go Nash. Steve Nash. Point guard. I'm saying Nash K N A S S S H. Um, these pictures aren't uploading. I had a bunch of visual aids I wanted to share with you, but what's nice about the thugs is they didn't smash his Kahlua. They knocked over his vodka bottle, but it's still on the mantle, and the Kahlua is still upright. They had the decency to not smash his bottle of Kahlua. Right. Well, they did smash the vodka. Did they? Well, I thought you said they did. Well, no, it's 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 just top knocked over. It's knocked over, but it's still up there on the man or on the bar. Okay, so they can still go. I think he, he can, can still make a white Russian. I think so. Assuming he has some creamer, yes, yeah, or non dairy creamer, some, or a sour cream. You know, if he waters it down, perhaps. But he might not have any ice. So, warm white Russian. I'm sure the dude has drank worse. A friend of ours and me made um, <laughs> white Mexicans one time. I don't know if that's politically correct or not, but we didn't have any vodka, 
So we use tequila. Tequila. Yeah. Milk, Kahlua, and tequila. Not bad. How did it go? Didn't quite vomit. <laughs> Didn't quite vomit. Didn't quite vomit. Um, this was not the same night that we went duck hunting. We'll get into that nasty business soon enough. I'm not going to talk about that. Well, we'll have him on, then we can talk about that later right, another time. Right. I don't want to. I need backup if I'm going to get into that. Whew. Um, what else we got? So as soon, here's an audio note. As soon as <laughs> cool camera angle, right? When the dude trips over his, like he fucked himself, right? He nailed the board and he trips right. over, it falls on the floor. It was kind of a gag. He it's a falls, gag, right? He looks out and there was that board that we saw him. Right hammering in the other scene which didn't even do its initial job and now it has screwed him over even more uh some physical comedy fine but there's a nice payoff where he's on the floor and he tilts his head back and we see an upside down camera angle of Maud's bare feet in the dude's robe kind of like daintily stepping through the detritus all the chaos in his house Mm-hmm. And it tilts, I guess, up, but it looks like it's tilting down, you know, because it's upside down. Well, when Mod, right? Yeah. I mean, I cool mean, shot. Its feet aren't upside down. No, no. You see them. That that shot is normal, but then right. yeah, it cuts to a kind of like tilt. Right, right, right. Bringing Mod's face into the and her upper body into the frame, but it's yeah, exactly. It's reverse. Right. She's like descending from the top of the frame because he's upside down. Right. And then you see her upside down. And just as we see her, we hear a police siren in the background. So keeping with the film noir aspect of this movie, it's like, here's the woman. Nice. Trouble. Trouble. Nice Nice find, Adam. You know? Except she's not really trouble. Well, you know... We don't know that yet. He helps her conceive. She, she has... She actually kind of gives the information that breaks the case wide open. She's had her thugs punch him in the face. She's stolen his rug back from him. You know? Okay, fine. You know, she was trouble. We don't yeah. know. We don't know at this point yet. Well, this point we don't know. She could go either way. And you know what? She used, She uses him to get pregnant. Once we think, like, oh, she's nice. No, it's like, I don't have any interest in you at all. Now, the dude's cool with it, but, like, he do, he's not going to be able to, like, have fun with her again, fool around again. It was a one-time thing. Get well, pregnant. Boom. Done. Maybe. Out. He's helping her conceive. <laughs> Might take more than once. You don't know. Well, the stranger tells us otherwise. True. Well, we don't actually well, know, because okay. it seems like All some right. time passes, fine. you know fine, what I mean? Fine, 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 But yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. It's just this once. I'll say that is the probably what the intention. All right. Yeah, I could see just it either this way. Once. This could, this is like the last time they ever see each other, really. Could be. Kind of sad. It is sad. I think they would make a great couple. Yes, he, he'd be able to mingle. You know, he could go out and mingle. Exactly. <laughs> He'd be a good mingler. A commingler, but not a malingerer. No, definitely not a malingerer. Definitely not. The music 
when it cuts from Viva Las Vegas, which we'll get into this nasty business soon enough, but Viva Las Vegas comes up in the credits of this movie after Towns Van Sant's cover of Dead Flowers. There's this weird fucking, I don't want to talk about it too much, but this weird fucking like 80s version of Viva Las Vegas that always brings me out of the movie. Granted, Mm -hmm. the credits are on, but it's like, wait, what is this? This does not fit with the rest of the movie. But anyway, when we cut from Bunny to the dude kind of coming into his apartment and seeing that it's trashed, there's this like long, like eight or ten second long echoey where the music kind of like echoes out and fades out. I don't have any reason for it, but, you know, we talk a lot about like L cuts, hard cuts. Right. This is like this weird... It's almost like a like an the equivalent of a visual dissolve, but instead of visually dissolving, they use an audio dissolve almost, where it fades sure. out and smooths. Well, it, it. Isn't there kind of a? Uh, yeah, there's a wipe. There's, there's a wipe. There's a, it's a wipe. It uh, does seem like there is some kind of. Yeah, it's a wipe. I guess it's a cross dissolve or maybe some wipe. Well, it's like, a white it goes, because she's got the shadows in there where her feet are down in the right. floorboards and it kind of like goes into the shadowy area and yeah, it wipes. It might, it might be a wipe and a dissolve. Yeah. I think they're doing like, a little bit of both. There's a lot of black in there because you're, you're like, you're right. Like the light goes away. So there's like, there's just a lot of black, a lot of black in this transition. It's a very, Soft. It's not a hard transition. It's a very soft. It's a wipe transition. But the border of the wipe is just feathered out like half the screen. It's a very feathered wipe is what it is. So it almost looks like a dissolve. Feathered wipe. Feathered wipe. Um, I think that Bunny slash Tara Reid is singing the wrong lyrics at one point, too. But I can't... just can't be sure. Well, the lyrics that she's singing are captioned. Yeah, but you know how that goes. But you can't trust them. If you listen to it, I I think she. So you're saying her word. lyrics won't. She says. I, mean, I don't um, know what the lyrics actually are, so I can't necessarily say whether or not the captions or even her her actual vocalizations they don't match the captions. She says like would be correct. Devil may spare instead of devil may care or something like that. I think she fucks it up a little bit but i can't be Hmm. sure i I tried to listen to it i couldn't i can't be sure and i I don't know if it was on purpose or she just didn't know the lyrics that well also brad who paints their doorknob green as the dude's entering his apartment there's a um oh shit i fucked it up there his his uh doorknob is painted yeah it's painted it's painted it is painted I mean, who paints their doorknob? That that is odd. Well, I'm not ready to consider the dude painted this. No, I'm not saying he did, but like... Because he is far too lazy for that. He would never do it. It was the previous tenants or the landlord, but who Mm -hmm. paints a doorknob and why? I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. They just wanted it to blend in, I guess. I guess. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Right, they like got some paint on it, and they're like, "Well, might as well just keep going, just finish it up because I can't." Like the paint <laughs> got on there and it dried, and it's like, "Well, 
Just paint the whole thing. Although if it's latex, you can just wipe it off or scrape it off. You know, as long as it's not oil-based, which shouldn't be too big of a deal, but... Yeah. Do you know that... So, Jeff Bridges had a father. Uh, he passed away, I think, the same year this movie came out, or just about the same time. Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd Bridges passed away in 19, way back then? Really? I think so. I think he was an airplane, right? He was an airplane. He was in a lot of things. Picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue, right? Yeah, yeah 1998. He did. I don't think he saw this movie come out, probably. March 10, 1998, he died. That's a fucking bummer, man. I didn't realize that he died so long ago. Yeah. 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 It's a bummer, man. It's a fucking bummer. Um. Meanwhile, his wife made it another 11 years. Pretty good. So he's also got a brother who he's very close with. Nine years older than him, didn't know this, Bo Bridges, whose actual name is not Bo. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But you didn't know Bo Bridges? I know Bo Bridges. I didn't realize that he was nine years older and that his name was not Bo, though. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Um, I thought you didn't realize that Jeff Bridges had, you didn't know that he had a brother. No, I knew that. But you knew that. I knew that. But his name is actually Lloyd Vernet Bridges the third, the third, third, the fucking third. Well, he had to go. He had to. You know that happens. You take that. You know you're. You have the same name as your dad. You got to. But it's not the same name as his dad, right? Well, maybe his. maybe his dad's name is Vernet. But can you skip? Can you skip a generation and still be a third? It's a good question. Like is Lloyd Bridges' middle name Vernet also? I would just, I just assumed it was. You have a reason to think it's not? No, I don't. I don't. Say I so actually on don't. The, on the internet? I didn't look. I, I'm just, no. I have no, no idea. No, he was Vernet also. Okay. Lloyd Vernet Bridges Jr. But can you skip, like, if Lloyd Bridges wasn't Vernet, he was something else, but his dad, like Lloyd Bridges' Brid, Bridges? Yeah, I don't know the dad answer and his grandfather one. were both that, then would he still be a third, or does it reset? That's a good question, and one that I don't know the answer to. Anyway, I don't know the answer to it. We could probably uh, figure that out for next time, maybe. But So, Bo Bridges is a devout Christian, and every role he takes, he reads the script, and if there's a line that he has to say that takes the Lord's name in vain, he asks the director to change it. Hmm. Did you have any idea? Didn't know that. That seems challenging. It does. Like you're faking it, you know? You don't mean it. Good for him for having, uh, I don't know, an ethos, right? Say what you will, at least it's an ethos, right? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I don't really know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't really know. Oh, Jesus. The last thing I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the blue Volkswagen, driven by Cohen regular John Polito, a.k.a. Duffino, brother Seamus, right. is the same car driven by Detective M. Emmett Walsh in Blood Simple, the first Cohen Brothers movie. I have heard that before. I have that not heard that nice- before piece of that's a nice little piece of like filmmaking trivia and continuity there so is it literally the same car or just the same make and model 
I mean, I assumed that what they would mean is it was literally the same car. Otherwise, why would it be significant, you know? Right. Except that it's also just a reference that, oh, there's a blue Volkswagen in both. Hmm. It would be cooler if it was the exact same car. And they're both being driven by, uh, you know, detectives. Right. It might be too much to have that same guy from Blood Simple actually be the brother Seamus in this movie. Like, it's a weird crossover. Right. From two, like, completely different cinematic universes. Is M. Emmett Walsh in Sling Blade? Is he in the mental hospital with uh, Billy Bob there? Is that that guy? M. Emmett Walsh? He... Is that I don't know. I don't really remember Sling Blade that well. M. Emmett Walsh was in The Jerk, though. Um, he was the guy that's shooting, that's trying to like shoot the jerk, the oh, titular jerk. Right. No, and he's like, oh, guy. he hates those cans. Right. Get away from and all cans. Yeah. Oh, there's cans in there. Like, die, gas pumper. That's him. That's M. Emmett Walsh. Right. Different guy. Different guy. He I did know that. This guy, and then he goes on to be blood simple. Yeah. All right. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him, indeed. I think he, did he pass away? No, he's still going. He is 80 years old. Still going. Nice to know. Yep. Hasn't taken the proverbial walk off the... Uh... Poop deck? Next time on Gutter Balls. My career's slowed down a little lately. 